$200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES broadcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, everybody. This is Super NES Podcast, episode number 132 uh, this time around. As always, uh, these are your hosts. I'm Greg. He's George. Hey, that's my cue stick. Give that back to me. Hey, there's some there are some expensive cue sticks out there. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you want to talk about a hobby that like a hobby that you can sink some money into? Uh, oh, uh, like oh boy. <laughs> Man, uh, just you know, making cue sticks out of the tears of baby pandas. Do they do that really? No. Oh, okay. No, toy, I'm just thinking. Know. I was thinking of an endangered species, and also something that could be kind of rarely found. Well, they have made Q, um, uh, Q sticks out of like um, you had like you know elephant ivory in the past. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. Yep. So, but anyway, awful. but anyway, uh, as you may have guessed already, we're covering uh, some pool games in this episode. Um, you know, like you know, I like pool. You know, we grew up at the pool table in the like the house in the, in the house. Like we played a lot of it. Um, you know, I used to be very good at it back in college. You know, I'm not now because you know, you know, like anything else in life, skills decay. But you don't use them on a regular basis. So, um, having said that, you know, there is a very good like you know like combination like bull, uh, um, sorry, like pool slash dart slash bar place uh, near here. Like holiday uh, snookers. Uh, that's pretty fun. I've gone there several times. Um, I think they're a chain. I don't know how far beyond Redown that they go, though. But, you know, uh, anyway, so... Uh, compared to some systems, like the NES, um, there's not many pool games uh, on, the, uh, on the system. There's only two. Uh, so we decided to... Like, like we decided that it kind of made sense just to include both of them, uh, both of them like this episode, uh, to compare and contrast them. Uh, those games are Championship Pool and Side Pocket. Um, I never played either of these games in the past. I knew they existed, but I really hadn't, you know, but usually, usually when I play a pool game, it's usually, there's some sentimental NES favorites that, uh, um, uh, 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 favorites, uh, favorite favorites that I go to, uh, such as like, you know, Lunar Pool, which is like, uh, a futuristic pool game, which the pool, the pool table is all like different shapes and sizes. Oh um, man, why didn't we play that game? That sounds it, like fun. Because it's an NES game. <laughs> Shh. It's okay. No, uh, it just so happens that there is an SNES version, and <laughs> it's okay. Um, but uh, yeah. So, um, what's your experience with pool, George? Have you played in real life? I assume sometimes, but uh, one time I peed in it, and that was the end of everything. <laughs> um, my grandfather years ago had a pool table in his basement, so that's kind of like where I started, kind of like picking up, like understanding what pool was i guess you could say and then right, also yeah. uh also my cousin had one and we played a decent amount not mm -hmm. like too too often but we played and then for a while i didn't really have any way to play pool at least in the real world right yeah and um and then was hanging out with 
friends and friend of friends and one of them had a pool table in their basement so that turned into let's let's start drinking and play pool <laughs> uh and that was that was, i'll just end it in that was fun um <laughs> but yeah i think i might have played yeah i probably played pool more virtually than i have in real life a lot of people probably do that way so yeah I mean, especially uh, you know like pool games have been out for a long time and there's like very many i mean and there's a lot of like good pool games out there so i mean like yeah. pretty, much, pretty much any system has pretty much any pretty much any system you can name has at least like one pool game for it so and it's also kind of difficult to get a pool table and also find yeah. someone who has a pool table yeah because, because they weigh like two like, tons <laughs> yeah also they're they're a little pricey but like i mean sure you could go out to bars and stuff but like i'd rather be in a place with friends and like you know hmm. in like you know a friend's basement or something like right. somewhere more like private than right uh, a public area like that and yeah you know i don't mind like going out to public places now and then like friends because like you know it's a fun place like to drink uh uh uh, uh like you no know, drink hang out like you know like i um, mean you know, like listen to music or watch a game in the background so i mean like, yeah I, I i mean it's a whole social environment aspect of it so you know, and like you said, like having like a you know having like a having like a pool table or pool in your, like in your house is not always the easiest thing to do. So yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so um, usually know, those pool tables just, just get like unused, and then they're like storage tables. <laughs> well, in my which house, happened to another <laughs> friend of mine because yep, like <laughs> I used to hang out with uh, someone with high, in high in high school a lot. And I would go over to his place and like in the basement was a pool table, but like just a ridiculous amount of stuff piled up on top of it to like the ceiling. And it's like, are you looking to get rid of that? Like, what are you doing with that thing? Yeah. Yep. That sounds familiar. Like in my house, like in my house, when the table wasn't being used, it wasn't being used, it wasn't being used to double duty as like a, um, um, like a closed drying place. Uh, but like, oh, uh, really? Yeah, 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 like, mom, yeah, mom would put clothes on it after the uh, after the wash machine, like, um, to dry them out. She's always been a proponent of the fact that the dryer should be used as little as possible, but so you know, uh, like, you know, she's always like, you know, air well, you say power, at least that's a thing. Well, yeah, uh, well, yeah, that's a reason too, but you know, but um, anyway, so, but um, yeah, so, um. So uh, these two pool games uh, are very similar in a lot of ways because, of course, because of course, it's pool. I mean, like you know, really, like really, there's only really, there's only so many ways that you can like portray like the um, uh, the game of pool being played. So, but there are some pretty significant differences also. So, um, I will leave it up to you, George. Which game do you want to cover first? Uh, the first one, which is uh. Championship pool. Championship pool. All right. Uh, this game uh, sucks. <laughs> All right. End the story. All right. Now go on. Uh, this game was uh, the first one on the system. Let me let me let me confirm that real quick here. Uh, uh, yes, uh, by a little bit. This was the first game on the system. Um, this game this game was uh, developed by Bitmasters and published by Mindscape. Uh, uh, we covered both companies in the past. I won't spend too much time on them here. Uh, as a reminder, uh, Bitmasters did not make a lot of games in their history, uh, but they did develop the. Uh, I mean, but they did develop the the Super NES port of Rampart, which is why we covered, um, 
uh, so which is why we've already covered them. That was a while ago. Yes. So oh, I mean, I mean, Rampart, Rampart. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Rampart Championship Pool were like only two of five games that Bit Masters even developed in the first place. They also developed Crazy Creatures for the NES, uh, NCAA uh, 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 Final Four Bas Basketball Genesis to Super, to Super Nintendo, and the Super NES Port of Primal Rage. No. Oh. Wow, okay. So, I mean, they weren't around very long, though. So, I yeah. Mean, uh, but, um, and Mindscape, of course, was a very, like, you know, good company also, like, in their own right. So, uh, uh, they were one of those companies that was, like, hit and miss. Yeah, I suppose so. But, you know, you know, I enjoyed most of their games, like, what they were. So, uh, Championship Pool was simultaneously developed for numerous systems. Uh, besides the, uh, besides Super NES, it also came out on the, uh, that was the, the game also came out on the NES, the Game Boy, Genesis, and also DOS. Oh, okay. So, um, uh, uh, um, and they, uh, so they went like one step further, and they also and they also features features pretty prominently, like in the, both the box art and also the and also the game itself. Uh, there is uh, the game is officially endorsed by the Billboard, sorry, sorry, by the Build Congress of America, which is the official uh, pool governing body, uh, like in the states. So, um, so, uh, uh, this game, this game is a, uh, um, uh, is, uh, like, it's a pretty straightforward version of Pool, but what's very impressive about this is, playing notes like right away as you fire it up, there are a ton of options here in this game. So, and, like, numerous ways you can play Pool. Uh, there's, like, four, uh, like, on the main screen, you have four different, uh, sub-menus to go into to set your... Uh, to set your game modes. You can do either freestyle, which is basically just like, you know, play, you know, play however you want. You know, this is gonna practice mode, like, you know, want to, you, you, like, you know, like, you want to, say you want to, like, recreate famous games, you want to, like, you want to recreate trick shots. Um, you know, this is the mode for you. So, like, it's a very straightforward, you know, nice way to practice. Um, the, um, the party pool is the multiplayer option, uh, where, where I'm surprised again if you have the appropriate the appropriate devices you can have up eight players playing. So you know that's pretty impressive. I don't have any friends, so I couldn't play that one. <laughs> uh, the tournament mode is next. This is kind of the um, uh, the bread, uh, uh, you know, the main the main bread and butter of the game. Uh, there are numerous options in the, uh, the numerous options uh, uh, options uh, options uh, like the pool uh, like pool in this one. Uh, it includes. Uh, some of these, some of these, some of these pool options are more common, are more common in, in, in other parts of the world um, uh, than others. So, uh, what you what you know or know how to play will will, will largely will largely depend upon like where you like where you grew up like playing pool, basically, because it's like for example, eight ball is super popular here in the U.S. Um, and you know, uh, uh, like to be fair, eight ball is popular around the world too. But but, but variations of eight ball are more popular in other countries. Like for example, like nine ball is more popular like in Europe. You know, like ten ball is more popular than the Middle East. You know, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, you know, so and those are all pretty much variations variations on eight ball. There's also like straight pool available, which is like you know just like regular, like a non gimmick form of uh, like a pool. Um, you know, you also have like rotation. Uh, which is like, you know, um, uh, uh, which is like, you know, as the name implies, you have to get from, you have to, uh, you have to sync the balls in order, like 1 to 15. So, and there's also, um, you know, there's also Speed Pool, which is a solitary pool game. So, um, you know, like, a lot of, a lot of options here. There's also, finally, there's also the challenge, uh, the challenge mode, 
uh, where you can like you know make your own like um, uh, you know like game 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 options uh, for this like for like single player shot practice. So yeah, just numerous ways to play this game. Like you know, and also and, and like and also when you pick the mode, you also can do uh, you also have choice over like various options. There's a difficulty difficulty you can, there's also difficulty that you can set. You can also set if you want the computer to break out magic. Um, to break automatically for you, which is nice. So, because usually, usually at least the lower difficulty levels, the computer will automatically like sync a ball for you to start with, which is nice. So, um, you know, and, and some people, just, you know, some people hate to break. So it's like, you know, it's a nice option that the game. I love breaking. I always yeah. do the weirdest shot ever. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's hard. I mean, like in, in real life, you, like in real life, in real life, you want to break well, you have to, you have to hit that with a lot of force. So, um. But yeah, so so like yeah, numerous options of this game. So like, uh, so like, uh, so like, it's like a very nice touch. Um, the graphics show a very simple, no frill uh, pool table. Um, it's kind of like uh, zoomed in a little bit uh, to give you like you know like a good pretty view. Uh, you know the table and the holes. Uh, the ball graphics are not great. I was I like you know I thought they'd be a little bit sharper, but they are recognizable. They recognizable like what they are. So. I mean, um, when it's zoomed out, it just gives you numbers. Which right. Yep. Exactly. Isn't helpful. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm sure a lot of people know that number five is striped or solid or whatever the heck it is. But like, I always need to constantly zoom in in this game. And it's like, <laughs> there's no options menu or anything, so I can't change anything or or whatever. And it's yeah, like, the gameplay. Please let me have an option where. You just straight up let me know if it's stripes or solid without me having to ram my face into the pool table to look <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, it's very strange because, like, compared to all the options the game gives you in setting up the game of pool, the actual the actual game of pool itself is very uh, it's, like it's very basic. The screen is no frills. I mean, it's like it's, it's basic, but also like it's made in a way that kind of doesn't make sense to me. Oh, how so? Because like when you're um, when you're aiming. Uh, first of all, you don't have a Q stick. <laughs> you're just, right. Yep. I don't know. You're you're using the wind. I don't know. You're blowing on the, <laughs> the cue ball. I don't know. But like, you also don't have like a like a dotted line trail showing where you're shooting or anything. You have this weird like gyroscope icon that you move around, and then when you hover near or like on a, another ball, it like gives it shows you where it goes, but then. The other thing about that is that it shows you where it goes, but then you hit it and it doesn't go where it showed you where it was going to go. And it was like, this was, this game was really bad with like shooting stuff because like I had a better, better time guessing than following any of the guidelines the game gave me. Yeah, I didn't have as much of a problem with making shots as you did, but I certainly agree with you as far as some of the shortcomings go, because, um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, the game doesn't, uh, the game screen pretty much pretty much just shows you the table, and that's it. I mean, like, you know, there's no, no. Uh, you know, the options, the options are very minimal. Um, you know, uh, uh, trick shots are almost possible to make. Uh, well, at least like in regular tournament and tournament challenge modes. I mean, I mean, like in freestyle, it's easier. To, um, it's easier uh, because you're making up the game rules. It's it's, uh, it's easier to do that. But um, also, I found it very curious. The game doesn't show the AI. Uh, the, uh, the AI doing their um, they're doing their turn. It just kind of like yeah, no, and it cheats. Like, um, I didn't see that. It's like, that, oh, it's but... the AI's turn. Oh, 
they're gonna oh they pocketed everything and they won it's like um <laughs> like it, it it feels like it, it feels like all right it's your opponent's turn oh wait all the lights went out and they just threw all the balls in the pockets it's like <laughs> oh that's weird i won now yeah like okay yeah, i really I don't like that I, I, I would like to be able to see what they're doing and, and everything it kind of just feels a little cheap that Oh, uh, calculating what your opponent did. Oh, by the way, they pocketed in like half their balls in one turn. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, I, I did not have much fun playing this game, obviously. Yeah, I'm guessing they did it because of like size uh, of size limitations, but um, you no know, idea. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't know. It's very because because you have to remember. Well, unfortunately, when a game's ported to multiple systems, they have to. They usually, I mean, not always, but they usually, they usually will make the game for the lowest common. <laughs> You know, those common like denominator, uh, which I imagine was the Game Boy, probably in this case. So, um, so yeah, like if I had to guess, that's probably why they left it out. But, um, so, um, but uh, yeah, so one of the other like you know really cool things about this game is the music. Uh, it's a very good soundtrack. Uh, it's like a very like old style, like twenties, like jazz, like jazz style, like pool hall theme, uh, uh, based soundtrack. So, like, yeah, and then the jukebox, you could change to the, yeah. the music. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, like, very cool. good music. Yeah, you know, very, yeah, yeah, yeah very, very fitting. Kind of like, you know, like, it, it's like perfect, like, you know, pool hall, like, smoky, uh, like, smoky, like, kind of gangster, like, you know, pool hall kind of setting with the music. So, might be the best uh, part of the game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, I did not dislike this game as much as you did. <laughs> um, you know, I really loved all the options. I mean, like, you know, this is, like, an excellent game for, like, you know, playing numerous types of pool if you want to. So, yeah. um, you know, the graphics are fine for what they are. The music's great. Um, the game's definitely, the game's definitely, it, it, it's strange to say this, but for, like, pool, which should be, like, pick up and play, uh, this game's not really pick up and play. <laughs> Um, it does take yeah, a bit. Yeah, this definitely takes a lot of time to get acclimated to. Which is strange. Strange, strange, strange. saying that about pool because I'm like everybody knows how to play eight ball, right? But I mean, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I guess, I guess that I get this one difference between trying to between the between like real thing and like a virtual, a uh, 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 virtual version of it. So, um, but uh, yeah. So I will get my final thoughts on this and compare and contrast and after we're done talking about the second game. Um, I will say, however, that the, I will say, however, however, that this game, this game, uh, did not get a lot of coverage when it came out, but it came out. But those magazines, the magazines that did cover it, uh, gave it pretty high marks. Uh, really? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, the French magazine Joypad gave it eighty-six uh, percent, and the uh, and the AGM uh, gave it like eighty-nine percent. What? And I gave FAQs. It gets an average of like three out of five stars. Uh, you know, for all the re um, I you know like for all the like the ratings. To the ratings on there. There are some cheats. Uh, there are some cheats present, like in this game. Um, if you want to, for example, uh, in uh, um, uh, like a nine ball championship, like if you want to skip the first, the first four qualifying opponents, and, and it, opponents just go straight, uh, like, um, just go like, straight to the championship mode. They can do, they can do that. You have to like speed pool and speed pool and challenge mode. Get a score one forty or lower. Exit tournament mode. Uh, and then, uh, like, like, like a nine ball and your break type, like, work automatically, which is like, you know, uh, 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 like a pretty cool Easter egg. Um, you also can do something similar with the eight ball uh, world championship, like you want to skip to the end. In that case, in that case, you have to play equal offense to a challenge and get, uh, it's worth exactly 13 points in the first round. 
Um, you know, after that, if you go to eight ball, again, you'll warp past your, uh, your, your, your qualifier rounds, uh, like to the, I mean, like to the opponents. Oh, by the way, uh, the game does show some, the game does show some very limited, uh, player graphics, like your opponents. Um, you know, it's nothing fancy, like, it's very, like, basic graphics. So, no. you know, again, uh, um, again, I think this game was hurt a little bit because it was, like, you know, uh, ported to multiple systems, you know, and they're trying to do, like, you know, the lowest common denominator thing, so... But, um, anyway, so, uh, this game is not very expensive on, like, on eBay, as you might, uh, um, you know, as you might imagine. I mean, like, you know, pool games are kind of niche, so, you know, I can't see the, so I can't see the, so I can't see the demand for this game being, like, super high. There's, there's 127, when I was researching this, there were 127 copies currently listed, 19 copies that recently sold. Uh, car, car only prices, these prices include shipping. Uh, you have a cart of this game for anywhere from $350 to $9. And CIB range from six dollars to fifteen fifty. Wow. So, yes, yeah, so like pretty cheap. You know, like not hard. Yeah. To add, so like not hard to add. Uh, not hard to add to your collection, and like you know, uh, yeah, for um, you know, in three fifty, I think it's like a fair price uh, of like this game for sure. So, but um, so moving on to side pockets. Uh, developed history. Of this game is pretty interesting, actually. <laughs> Uh, like for pool game, I never, but, uh, uh, pool game, I never thought I'd say that, but, uh, this was originally an arcade game. Um, it was created by Data East, uh, uh back in 1986. I don't think we've covered Data East yet in this podcast, so, um. Um, you might like, be right on that. So, uh, yeah, so we'll talk about Data East for a little bit. Data East back in the day was, a probably was one of the biggest game, um, uh, game companies out there. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of great games, uh, like made by them over the years, uh, like for sure. So, um, you know, they're probably, they were around from 1976 to 2000 to 2003. Um, you know, their prime, their prime era was certainly during the, um, you know, during the, uh, during the golden age of arcades, like in the eighties and or nineties. Uh, a lot of their like best games came out. Uh, best games came out during this time period. Uh, Karate Champ, Heavy Barrel, Burger Time, Bad Dudes vs. Dragon Ninja, uh, Sly Spy, Robocop, Bump and Jump, tra- um, uh, Karnov. Um, you know those were all like um, uh, like you know, DDS games. So yeah, uh, they also made a lot of like you know like um, uh, console games, the console ports like as well also, and they also made pinball games like for a while. Uh, um, you know you know. Pinball people think of their pinball games very, uh, they were highly these days because they produced a lot of like, you know, like top quality licensed games, like, you know, like Guns N' Roses, Star Wars, Back to the Future, Batman, Robocop, Simpsons, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, they also came out with, in the 80s, a uh, very interesting, sort of very interesting system. I'm not sure if you've ever heard about this, George, because it's like pretty uh, obscure. Um, they came out with the, so, like, have you ever heard of the Deco cassette system? Yes. Okay. All right. So I'll talk about it here real quick, like the listeners. Uh, Dadies, Dadies, 1980 was looking for a way to get around the problem of arcade owners uh, complaining about the high cost of uh, the high cost of arcade cabinets, um, because of course, like you know, most arcade games they only had a limited life, a limited life. Like once the games are profitable and they're profitable, and then the game no longer, then the game no longer was making money for them anymore. So they're looking for a way to get around that. So they came up with what was called, uh, as the name implies, uh, Date East just being like the abbreviation of the, sorry, Deco just being an abbreviation of Date East. The consent system was basically a way of being able to ship the game. You bought one cab, and then and then after that, uh, the game came with a cassette player inside of it. So you bought the game on cassette instead. 
in the morning, you turn the game on, the game would load from the cassette, which took, uh, the cassette, you know, took maybe like 10, 15 minutes, uh, whatever. Uh, and then you could just play the game uh, off that all day, and then at the end of the day, you know, shut it down. And also, the, the, the advantage of the system was that uh, their creator, like their kid operator to desire, they simply could just take out the cassette here, the cassette game, and play with another one, like for a lot cheaper money. So, uh, they also came out with a, uh, they also came out with a, um, um, I, I, I don't know what the proper name of it, the, the, proper, the proper name of it was, uh, a lock doodle, um, uh, sorry, like, um, uh, a what? Uh, I, 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 yeah, I think it actually was called like a dungle, uh, or something like that. It was actually, it, it was a locking device, that, you, a locking device that was applied to the cassette, the cassette to prevent anybody from, like, copying it. So, uh, it yeah. was like a, like so, it was copyright copyright feature. So in theory, in theory, that sounds pretty good. Um, however, but didn't these, those things like have a lot of problems? They like broke down a lot. And they everything? did. That was a problem. They, they did. Yeah. That was a problem. The, the, um, you know, the, you know, the cassette, the cassette, the cassette games were not really designed for like constant, constant play. So. So yeah, you wear them out, and yep. Uh, also, became very easy to lose the locking mechanism, which we did, but that you were kind of screwed. So, <laughs> yep. Um, Data East and Data East and Data East did not have many good games to release to release on the system because you know they only had they only had you know they only had their own games for it. And many Data East games during their, their, their time period were not that good. So, uh, they said, you know, the one the one good game they had available that they had before Burger Time was so good. This was so good that they simply would. Um, they simply produced a produced their own uh, produced their own cab just that game itself to sell. So uh, that kind of hurt the, the um, you know that kind of hurt it uh, for a little bit. But still, the system the system the system limped the system, the system limped, roller, uh, limped along to, to 1985. It was like the, uh, um, officially dropped. So no. hmm. uh, mostly mostly Japan. With American sports stopped for that years ago. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry, the years the years before that. But it, um, but Japan the system was a bit more successful. Um, so, Data East, uh, closed their U.S. operations in 1996, uh, because, uh, uh, the company, I mean, like, the company was going through some tough times, uh, they finally shut down in 2003, uh, the following year, a Japanese, a Japanese mobile, a Japanese mobile game company called G-Mode, uh, bought most of their library, they don't have all the rights to, the, all the rights to Data East games, they have most of them, like, in their belt, so, on uh, G-Mode today, has it, G mode over the years, over the years, I continue today has has continued to produce uh, either like home releases of those games, uh, or has also licensed the license the games out to other companies to use themselves. Yep. Uh, 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 for example, last year, uh, Arcade when I produced a Date East standalone cab uh, for, uh, for sale that included a bunch of Date East games. So, uh, yeah. So at least the games. So at least the games are still being are still being are still, so at least the games are still being made available because because in so many cases like this you see games fall through the cracks nobody knows who, like who's the rights to them and they're kind of abandoned you know in this case G mode G mode is actively uh, G mode is actively promoting the games the, the, the games the games the games and getting them out there still which is like pretty cool so could be worse a law firm could own own the uh, rights to a game uh well <laughs> well, well 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 one did for a while <laughs> yeah that's yep that's the reference. Uh, System Shock 2, which they don't anymore, yes. of course, but, you know, like, um, you know, now that, what's, oh, what, what's the name of the company that he works for now? Um, yeah, there's some company now that has the rights to the game, so. Yeah, yeah. But, um, well, for a while, uh, the state of Rhode Island, uh, like, had the rights to, like, you know, uh, the 39 Studios games, so. Because they yeah. 
<laughs> that's a whole controversial story, especially like in these that's, parts. I we could do like a two-hour podcast or we more could, yes. on that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a sore topic around these parts, though, because it's like you know, taxpayers paid for a lot of it and we had to bail it out. So, uh, not very good feelings around here. Then government should never. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. But yeah, we'll talk about that later on. Later on, I think because. Uh, well, uh, because it is interesting to just have to scope the podcast. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, uh, Side Pocket was a good, pretty good arcade game, uh, and because it was a popular game, uh, the game was ported to the NES and Game Boy uh, several years later, like in the late '80s. Uh, the NES version was a pretty, was almost exactly perfect, uh, like, like perfect, like the arcade version. Uh, whereas the Game Boy version had some, uh, um, uh, had some differences, mostly. Uh, they wanted to accommodate the smaller, uh, the smaller, the, the smaller screen the Game Boy had to work with, um, so which like, makes it harder. Yay! Right. So uh, they also they also they also they also they also simplified the physics uh, for that version of the game to make it easier to play. So um, so probably recognizing this, Dadies a couple years later, um, in 1992, decided to make an uh, an enhanced version of the game like Genesis. So. Uh, this version of the game was was very uh, much improved and upgraded over the original our arcade slash NES Game Boy versions of the game. Uh, the graphics were better, uh, you know, and they were often like enhanced or enhanced and added onto. Uh, the soundtrack was added on the first time because like the original game didn't really have too much in the way of music. Um, there was um, uh, the uh, the photo the photorealistic background screen screens, which we talked about here a little bit, was also added for the version of the game. Um, they also they also added in uh, they also changed the they also changed the main game mode to have like five levels uh, five levels slightly represent the cities uh, that you worked your way through as you played the game Los Angeles San Francisco Las Vegas New York and Atlantic City um, and they also added and they also added a trick shot mode as well besides the main game mode so um, so the Super NES version is actually a poor Genesis version. So instead of just complicated, that's what I meant because because the game went from like arcade to NES Genesis to Super NES. So um, the, the Super NES version of the game finally came, came, the, the, uh, finally came out in December of 1993, kind of got a worldwide release the following year. So uh, besides besides that, the game was also ported to the Game Gear, uh, which is also the same you know the same uh, Sega Genesis enhanced version. Uh, and curiously enough, hmm. uh, several years later. The game also came out for the Wonder Swan in Japan only in 1999, <laughs> um, and uh, and the and and the Game Boy version of the game is all the, the Game Boy version of the game is also available on 3DS Virtual Console. Uh, that was out in 2011. So uh, interesting, uh, you know, interesting um, you know development cycle here, like this game. So um, uh, also uh, the Super NES port was handled by Guan Entertainment. Uh, we've not talked about Iguana before, but Iguana is a, a pretty well-known uh, developer uh, developer company. They mostly do sports games, uh, but they're also they're, they're, they're probably best known like for uh, but they're probably but they're probably best known for having developed uh, they having developed the uh, Turok games. So, which recently got a remake and also like a new game. So, but uh, yep, uh, Iguana is still in business compared to many other. Um, they created many of the companies that we've talked about, um, you know, like this uh, podcast. So, so anyway, uh, so as I mentioned before, uh, Side Pocket is a um, is a uh, basically a pretty straightforward version of game, uh, 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 the game of pool. 
Uh, compared to the, like, like compared to the game, the options the options in this one are much more limited. You have the you have the you have the main game, which is called the pocket game. That the um, you, um, you know, it's the one player, two player. You have a you have, you have a two player only nine ball game option, which is like two player only, really. So I kind of thought I was curious, but um, you can also do a trick game, which is similar to the option like in the last game we talked about, uh, which you like you know set up like various shots, uh, shots situations, and, and play your heart's content. And like, uh, and like the last game, you also have the ability to go to the jukebox uh, 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 to play the, the to play around the music, because also like it's also like the last game. This is a very jazz inspired soundtrack in this game. The main difference with this soundtrack, I thought, was like um, I'm not sure if you agree with me, George, but I think. Um, you know, both games have jazz music, but I thought this one was more modern sounding. Um, you know, um, you know, you know, okay, yeah. You know, you know, you know, compared to like, you know, compared to like Championship Pools, like kind of retro themed uh, jazz style. This one was more like more like modern, like upbeat, kind of like jazzy tempo to it. Right, so, right. So, uh, but again, very good music. Both games have, yeah, yeah. You know, both games have great soundtracks. Um. So the so the, like so the layout of this game is notice the layout of this game is noticeably different like compared to the last game. Um, you know, first as I mentioned before, uh, the options of this game are much more limited. Uh, uh, you pretty much only have like the game mode uh, itself, where you're like you know like you're um, you know like uh, we're like you're uh, you're an inspiring hustler just trying to make your way through the five cities to like you know beat your opponent in, like in advance. Uh, you also have lives in this game, which is interesting. You start off with like. Uh, uh, eight lives. Oh, no, sorry, actually, I think it's, like, more than that, this version of the game. 16, I think, maybe? So, um, every time you, so every time that you fail to make a shot or sink their, um, you know, or scratch your, or scratch your, your cue ball, then you lose a life. So, but you can gain lives, uh, but you can gain lives by playing well in the game by certain, by, uh, by racking up points and doing certain things. Like, for example, like, if you pocket it X number of balls in a row, you can get points, you, you can hit the balls in sequence, uh, try and get points, depending on how many points you get that you finish the round, that can also determine how many lives you get, and you can also earn lives. Uh, you have the, you have the end of every round, um, a trick shot, uh, 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 minigame, where you have to, like, where you have to, like, you know, try to get the ball, like, in one of the pockets. I always break those glasses. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, very good. Yep, but as I was saying, like some, like some game mode, uh, I mean, sorry, uh, some of the stages, not all of them, some of the stages also have challenge mode where you're trying to, uh, as George mentioned, you're trying to like, um, um, play you're trying to like shoot your ball around in between like, you know, glasses, or glasses to, 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 to sink your ball, so. I tried uh, so many times and I yeah, it could be the glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Like a bit like, you know, pretty difficult, so. Yeah. Um. So the we mentioned, I mentioned before the photo. Uh, I mentioned before the, like, I mentioned before the photo of the graphics. Uh, they're really good in this game. I'm thinking, you know, I was shocked at how good they are. Um, you know, like um, you know, uh, the opening screen features a woman. Um, you know, like in a bar setting. Each of the stages, uh, uh, each of the stages, like introduce like a woman. Uh, during the during the actual gameplay, you see, during the actual gameplay in the corner of the screen, like you have a, uh, you think you have a, you have a photo, a photo version, like your like player, uh, like taking a shot. So like you're really good, like photo graphics in this game. Uh, trivia note: uh, those like those like uh, the, uh, those players, the guys are actually are actually are, are actually are actually homage to the 1960 film Color of Money. Um, with what? One player, yeah. I don't even yeah, know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, Car of Money is a, uh, a classic, uh, um, you know, classic, like, you know, like, uh, 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 
uh, pool movie. So I never heard of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Tom Cruise and Paul Newman uh, play the two main stars in it. So, and the characters in the in it, uh, um, uh, and so the characters in this game look like uh, they look like those characters. Huh. Okay. So the game screen itself is compared to the last game is um you know has a lot more has a, um there's a lot more going on with it. Um, first of all, the pool table is zoomed out more by default to more like you know like um you know like a bigger I'm sorry like well a bigger bird's eye a, a bigger bird's eye view um you know to, um you know like you see uh, uh, obviously more of the table because like it's zoomed out a bit more. Uh, it, uh, it's also a very nice looking pool table compared to the, uh, the last game. It's like a very like you know like yes. with finish. Uh, I uh, would finish or whatnot. So, top of the screen gives you your status information. You have the score, uh, the number for the number of cue balls you have left. Uh, a virtual, a virtual representation like your, like your cue ball that you use for like lining up shots. You also have the um, the uh, 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 the next box will show you what your next target is. If you're you know if you're like playing in a mode that requires that. Uh, there's a power gauge. The power gauge that shows you like you know how how strong your, how strong your shot is. There's both like that's represented in both like the firm terms of like a mid max gauge and also like a and also like a um a sideways or what do you call it a sideways um a sideways gauge like a coin in this uh, uh showing the power so yeah it's like a power bar yeah right I mean not I, not 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 a power bar it's right, like yeah. a bar of power right so is power uh, bar even a thing anymore yes yeah, yeah it is oh wow okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you also have, uh, uh, when you're lining up a shot, you also have, like, a virtual, like, a virtual, a virtual representation, uh, of the projected, projected angle of your shot on the screen. Uh, the main thing, so, so, the, so, so, all in all, I think this is better. I think the, uh, so, I think the, yes. overall, uh, you know, the overall, the overall, the overall presentation and graphics make it a bit easier to play this game. The one drawback I'll get this game that's the, 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 the one the one thing I'll knock the, the one thing I'll knock this game for is the, for the championship pool had the ball is not numbered. Uh, there's a button you can hit to to show the numbers. I oh, I, I actually I, I actually I actually did not find that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's. I was playing around with the buttons. I was like, I don't know how to play this game, and I was like, okay. oh, there's numbers. Cool. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So. The but default... I mean, this game. This game is pretty different compared to. Oh yeah. yeah. Championship pool, though. Like, I don't. I, I feel like you can't really directly compare them mm. because, like, this one's more about, you know, doing like trick shooting and right. you know yeah. just getting whatever balls into the pockets and and whatnot. Like being more flashy and and showy and whatnot. Whereas championship pool is more about being a terrible game. I mean, uh, <laughs> being. I'm kidding. Uh, it's more about like trying to be more like a simulation and oh, right, you're playing yeah. eight ball, nine ball, all that stuff. I and I like both types of games, but I do not like Championship Pool. Yeah, Side Pocket was it was pretty cool though. I was like, oh, because you know I'm like jumping into this blind, so it's like oh, like I'm like I don't have to do it in a specific order. Well, I'm not playing eight ball. Like I'm just like doing trick shots and getting points, yeah. and it's like. Yeah, this is very arcadey, and this is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, because the game shows the arcade origins, um, like for sure. Because like you know, because even they added on a couple extra modes, like with the home releases, the main the main bread and butter of this game is still that is still that you know that you know that you know, that pool tournament setting. So yeah, you know, um, uh, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, you're not even yeah, you're. 
yeah, you don't even play against anybody. Uh, um, you know, in that mode either. Just like you, um, you know, just like you against the pool. So, uh, so it's like you know, you're you against trying, the pool table. You against Who the, will win? Fight. <laughs> <laughs> you're just trying to advance, like, uh, advance the next stage, to the next stage before you, like, you know, um, before you like crack your balls. And like, sixteen cue balls is pretty generous to start with. So, uh, do you start with sixteen? Uh, I I thought it was sixteen. Like it might only be eight. I thought it was eight. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was eight. I th I, th I think you changed that in the settings. Uh, oh. Well. So. Okay. But uh, yeah. Because I, I was I, gonna say sixteen. Like, wow, I'm really bad if I went through sixteen <laughs> and only got to like round three or something. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, if you, um, yeah, if you know what you're doing, this is a pretty like you know, quick game, a quick game. I mean, I, I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a video on YouTube of somebody going through all five stages in like 14 minutes. So, I mean, it's like if you, uh, I mean, if you're a skilled player, you can, uh, breeze through is like nothing. But still, I mean, I think the challenge is here for like like most players to have like a pretty enjoyable, uh, you know, enjoyable play, uh, enjoyable game of pool. So yeah, um. Yeah, the controls for this game are a little bit better too. I thought that um, it seemed a bit easier to make your shots in this one, but yeah, because uh, so. you can also like the difference between the two is that in Championship Pool you have an icon floating around. You move with the D-pad. You're not right. turning a cue stick around a, a cue ball or anything. You're you you do you're not doing a you're not doing like a like a straight shot off of the cue ball. It's, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just really weird. Whereas Side Pocket's just like any other pool game where you got, uh, you know, the cue stick lined up to the cue ball and you're rotating around it and you can fine tune it with the, with the shoulder buttons, right. which is really nice. Yes. Um, yep, that exactly. you could like fine tune it like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, it's also, um, um, you know, also like, you know, when you're not actually shooting, uh, um, so your players are, so when your player's actually not shooting, when you're like trying to light up your shot, uh, the corner of the screen would normally show the, the photo represent, the photo representation of your character it just shows the, just shows the name of the game with like a pair of like woman's lips there instead. Uh, nice touch. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like they're kind of like, you know, uh, we talked about this a little bit before, um, you know, like off, um, uh, uh, you know, like off mic because Pool halls are pool halls have a, have a reputation of being like you know like a smoky, dangerous place of uh, dangerous place of like you know, like gangsters or or like you know illegal side houses of games like you know sexy women or whatnot. So it's like in both games, in both games, in both games, in both games try to appeal that a little bit. So it's kind of interesting to see like you know the you know um, you know how that differs. Um, you know for side pocket for example, um, you know you know if you look at the if um, you know if you look at the if you look at the ads for both the for, for the Genesis and Japanese version version of this game, totally different ads. It's like if it's Genesis version of the game, they play up the sex appeal, like you know, having like a woman, uh, 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 you know, a woman of a sexy dress, like leaning over taking a shot. Uh, whereas like the Super NES version of the game is more like you know, like three gangsters, like they're playing the game. So yeah, like, well, you know, I mean, you know, N Nintendo consoles more family friendly. And... Yep. So yep. which is why I'm surprised they even have the lips in here because I'm like, you know, Nintendo doesn't censor that, really. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't really see much to censor there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I, like, I was just surprised. So. Yeah. Uh, speaking about like you know, sexy girls, uh, the Japanese, of course, being the Japanese, but. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I'm interested. <laughs> they made it. They made an arcade adaptation, like the NES version of the game, called Pocket Gal, uh, in 1987. Oh, which yes. Was, 
which is, as you can imagine, uh, a stripping game. So, you know, as you advance the game, the girls, the girls take other clothes. So, um, there was a version of this game that was released in North America, uh, with, without that, without that, uh, without that option in it. So, um, uh, the game, the, the game itself, however, had, the, the side pocket, however, did, uh, uh, did well enough, however, to make two proper sequels. Uh, side pocket two, uh, came out for the Genesis and uh, Genesis Genesis Sega Saturn, and they actually featured, um, you know, making like making the they probably licensed uh, Minnesota Fats, who's one of the best like uh, all the uh, pool players of all time. Uh, side pocket three came out for the uh, was Japan only came out for the Saturn and PlayStation. So, uh, Side Pocket 3 is also the first game to have, like, uh, a first-person, first-person three-dimensional graphics in it. So, uh, very different, like, very different, like, take on the game. The, um, the reviews of this game were pretty, like, pretty good also. Um, you know, like, uh, the computer game world, uh, called it, they called it a very, like, a very impressive build, sim build simulation. Maybe, like, one of the best ones made. Uh... GamePro uh, praised the variety of modes, the audio, the uh, the audio, the, the audio, the, the the graphic, the graphical improvements, and also the, like uh, improvements of the game uh, compared to the NES and arcade versions, and also the very uh, the very the very rules details that the game had. I said the game was recommended for pool enthusiasts and casual casual video game players alike. Um, and the Entertainment Weekly, we've talked about this in the past. You found Strange Entertainment Weekly was covering games. Well, they. Uh, well, uh, well, they actually have covered a lot of video games over the years, so uh, they gave the game a B minus, like in the review. And uh, I'm just going to read the review, the highlight, the highlight review here uh, uh, very quickly because I, quickly because I agree with like nine, you uh, nine percent of this. They said the game um, quote uh, had a uh, had uh, had electronic law, electronic launch lounge law. Uh, I can't talk today. <laughs> electronic electronic lounge sounds. Um, are an integral component of the game, which presents American pool halls as, as a series of squeaky, squeaky clean, uh, no, like no beer stains on the, on the felt here, uh, non-confrontational venues for your sole objective is to play pool, and not and not say to pressure date of how many shots, shots of tequila you can down in five minutes. <laughs> uh, embodying this, um, this bare-bones approach to the game's hyper-realistic is the game's hyper-realistic overhead ankle, tangle, ankle table display. Not as realistic, unfortunately, is, to, is its follow the dotted line aiming system, which allows you to hit the cue ball in only half a dozen places. Uh, an extensive trick ball, an extensive trick shot menu, apparently meant to compensate for this glaring limitation, is, is intriguing, but only somewhat useful. So, you know, and, like, you know, that's fair. I mean, you know, if, you know, if you're like a realistic, very, very good series for series, series pool, uh, pool, pool player, um, some of the options in this game are going to be kind of disappointing to you, I think. You know, so that's like a, um, you know, fair, like, uh, 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 a fair critique. But, um, so this game itself ranked a little bit better on Game FAQs, three and a half, uh, three and a half stars out of five uh, as an average. Um, it's not as common on, uh, I need for some reason. Maybe the game didn't sell as well, but I can only find 19 copies of this game currently, currently listed. They're currently listed. 13 copies have been recently sold. Uh, pricing, though, is comparable to the other game. Uh, card only prices range anywhere from $7 to $19, and CIB copies range anywhere from $20 to $20 to $20 to $50. Also, there also was a sealed copy of this game that sold recently. The, the sold recently. Uh, pretty cheap as far as pretty cheap as far as like sealed copies goes. Uh, uh, that's over sixty. That's over sixty nine dollars. Oh wow! 
So, uh, and yeah, final thoughts. Um, you know, I kind of, uh, you know, I, um, I, um, I wanted to close off that entertainment weekly comment to comment. Because, um, you said that was a, um, you said that was a, uh, um, you're pretty fair critique. If you're a casual, a casual pro player and you want to have a lot of modes available to you, uh, you know, you know, championship pool is a fun game. I mean, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot of options there. Uh, like, uh, I like playing your pool. Uh, there's more settings. There's more settings and options. Uh, not an option. An option that game for sure. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a more like you know easier, um, uh, uh, you know, like more complex, uh, like more professional, I suppose, its approach. Uh, uh, men are playing pool with, 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 with like numerous options available to you. Uh, you know, championship pool is a very good. Uh, 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 championship pool. Championship pool is certainly better through games. However, if you're more of a casual pool player uh, who just wants to have a basic no th- a basic a basic no frills, you know, help me out kind of like you know game mode. Uh, yeah, side pocket is very very good for that. You know, uh, it's very uh, uh, it's a very easy pick up a play game. Uh, but it's also you know, but there's enough here. But, but even though but even though the modes in this game are much more limited, there's certainly enough there's certainly enough here to keep coming back. There's certainly a lot more a lot more in this game to keep coming back a flame on a regular basis. Uh, I mean, she's she's trying to get good with the uh, I mean, like the game mode and the game whatnot. So, uh, which game, which which game you play, really depends upon what kind of uh, you know, what kind of pool player you are, what you're looking for. I think at the end. So, but you know, either way, you know, both games have great soundtracks. So you, uh, you definitely have some like, really good music. Um, you know, good music to shoot by. I agree with that. So you obviously saw, uh, like, so you obviously liked, you obviously liked side pocket like a lot better, George, because of the game physics, uh, the game physics, uh, the game physics, and how the game played and whatnot. So, uh, anything about the game that you didn't like, or anything else you want to say about it? Uh, no, there's nothing really that I didn't like about it. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, cha- championship pool. I don't even. <sighs> it's not not very good. I didn't. I was not having a good time with the the championship part of the the game, with the tournament. And it's like, oh, it's your opponent's turn. By the way, he pocketed like all the balls already, and he won. Okay, <laughs> thanks. But yeah. side pocket was a really cool thing to check out. Yes. Um, yep. it's like, oh, you're just trying to get the balls in here, and you're trying to like not miss and. That's pretty cool. It's kind of like a puzzle game in a way. Well, know? pool is. Uh, well, well, yeah, you know, pool certainly has some. Uh, yeah, you know, pool certainly has some like you know the like, puzzle aspects to it. Mm. Uh, you know, like, but you know, the bread and butter of the game is of course like you know like math because like you know if you uh, because if you can calculate the angles in your head, um, they really can do like you know like you know, all you know, all the professional pool players like do that like on the fly. It's like uh, you know it's very like. Pre- I mean, you know, it's very impressive to watch. So, yeah. You know, back in the old days when ESPN was just getting started, like the '80s, uh, bowling and bowling and pool tournaments were pretty much all they showed because that's all they had their rights to. So. Oh wow. Okay. But uh, I mean, uh, I mean, like ESPN two still shows the pool games every now and then. So you know, the championship games. So like, it's still possible to watch it. But uh, yeah. So. Right, so uh, yeah, so uh, two two very different pool games in the system. You know, like you know, like uh, um, you know, both games, both games, what they are, I think, are fine. It just depends on what you're looking for. So, but like I said, you know, 
thing like we said before starting the podcast there's numerous good there's numerous good pool games and pool games out there it's kind of hard to compare and contrast these games because it's like because like how many because how many ways like you like portray like pool i mean there's like the the rules are already set you know you work this in you work this in you put this in it's pool ship it so it's like you know <laughs> i mean i'm mean, like you know if it walks uh, like a pool it talks like a pool right. it's a pool i could yeah i could not imagine you know i, I you know i never played a hand i've never i've never, I've never played a hand version of this game of this game though you know i mean the game boy or game gear or whatnot some of the viewers commented on this ah it's got to be you know like you know pool games in those systems however is much more difficult because it's like there's no color at least for the game boy um the graphics, the graphics, are a lot more scrunched in because of the uh, scrunched in because of the smaller game screen. Uh, you know, the physics, the physics, the physics are not, are not as good. Yeah, I would not play pool portably. At least, at least not back then. Maybe I'm assuming there's a pool game out there for the. Uh, assuming, assuming there's a pool game out there like the DS. You know, I think that probably that. You know, you know that probably solved some of the. You know, the DS is powerful enough. I think to solve the solve the problems that some of the some of the earlier game uh, some of the earlier Game Boy slash Game Gear pool games had. So. Uh, but so anyway, but yeah, so I would not want to play like a like a like a no color version or like version of pool for sure because the color really, <laughs> you, you get the color library helps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I looked at the Game Boy version online. It's it, it's fine for what it is. The um, you know the, the you know you know just show the numbers at least so you know like you know what the numbers are. But it's very hard to play eight ball if you don't know if it's solid or stripes. <laughs> right. Uh, so, anyway, um, that's pretty much about it. Uh, do you have anything more you want to say about this game, George, before they wrapped up here? Uh, not really. Cool. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, if you, like, so, like, so, like, so, we'll say, like, so, we'll say one thing. If you're, like, a newbie pool player, I do think, you know, limitations aside, I do think championship, um, I do think championship, championship pool is a pretty good, uh, it's a pretty good place to start because, you know, um, you know, because of all the like the option, the options the game has, whatnot. Because, because you know, there's a lot more pool than eight ball. I mean, like eight ball is the most popular version out there. But it's like, there's, but like there are, but like, but like there are, you know, there are there, there are there are numerous other pool games. Have you ever, played, you know, but most people, most people have not played beyond eight ball. George, George, have you ever played anything up to that eight ball? <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, I don't think. Yeah, I probably have. not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have. So. But if you want like a good version of pool, you know, side pocket, uh, 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 side pocket is pretty fun for what it is. So, so anyway, uh, we want to thank you again for this podcast as always. Uh, if you want to get us feedback, comments, suggestions, etc., we have we Facebook page. You can search for it by search for it by searching for Super NES Podcast. Uh, you can also send me the email directly if you want to at the SNES Podcast Yahoo.com. We also have, we also have a Patreon where it's many. Um, you know, like for as little as a dollar a month, you can get shouted out on the episode. Uh, um, you every episode, like episode, like tell you what to do now for Corey and David. Thank you for your support, guys. Uh, you also get early access to episodes, be able to dictate games for us, and uh, like some other options. Um, George, where can people find you at Flight Stone Clients? Well, uh, Twitter is the thing if you want to find me there. Uh, my handle on there is at underscore derpkin underscore that is at underscore d-e-r-p-k-i-t-t-e-n underscore and uh, that's about it all right uh for our next episode of this podcast we're taking we're taking a small break because i'm going on vacation very shortly um 
uh, or a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, leaving uh, leaving a couple of days after this episode drops, so that it drops so that it's a matter of fact. Uh, we uh, uh, we will be we will be dropping the next episode of this podcast uh, the weekend of December fourteenth. Uh, what game are we covering? Uh, what game are we covering that episode, George? Uh, what game are we covering that episode, George? <laughs> uh, I was not prepared for you to ask me. You should know you picked it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Final Fantasy V. Yes. Uh, my mind is all over the place right now. Right. Which another, you know, which another Japanese only game, or at least originally, the game has been uh, the game has been ported to the West several times. So. Yep. Uh, but for but for originally it was a Japanese only game. We'll talk about the reasons why that was, uh, like the episode, I'm sure. So. Because it's so good, it couldn't leave Japan. Ah. <laughs> uh, and then after that, uh, I after that, we're going to finish off the year with a special episode. Uh, you know, and then we we'll back to you again in 2020 with like new episodes. Uh, you know, covering like older games. Um, so, so look, so look forward to that. You know, as I always, will. Yeah. So as always, thank you for the support. I very much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, uh, it's a uh, virtual pool may not be as uh, virtual pool may not be as fun as like real pool, but uh, what it is, um, you know. But you know, there are worse ways to kill half an hour. At least you can't pee in it virtually. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or damage it like I saw somebody do once. Um, you know, like on purpose? No, they were just taking a shot. Oh. They got a bit aggressive with the cue stick, and they ended up like you know ripping the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 ripping the fabric. Yeah, I heard that a lot when I was a kid. Which is a thing, so... <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm glad I never did it on any pool table I ever played on. Oh, man. that Oh, that sounds terrible. One of my friends uh, at work used to have, like, one of those, like, like, mini, like, mini pool tables. Like, you know, the mini pool tables on his desk. Like, you know, the ones with, like, you know, like, one foot by two foot. Right. Uh, not a bad time waster for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks again, everybody, and we'll talk to you again next time. Take care. Bye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep power.